The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it's high noon on a Wednesday inside the SWBC podcast studio here at the Star in Frisco. High noon, I like that. Bill Jones, Everson Walls, Mickey Spagnola, and there are football players out on the football field. It's open (laughs) media time right now, and so uh, Mickey is sacrificing by being here inside the podcast studio. Maybe we can take uh, extra long breaks. And I'll let Everson do the read, and I can grab an extra two minutes up. Just so I'm that, sure I can do the read. I can handle surprise. it. Surprise. Right. I'm pretty sure I can read it like better to than hear you, that. too. Well, we could just oh, move it. Well, we'll have a read-off. <laughs> we'll have a read-off. Off. That's what I'm talking about. We, um, <laughs> But we, at least they're practicing. That's right. They haven't given up. <laughs> oh, that's right. They're still going for it? Yeah. <laughs> There's still a season? We yeah. Didn't, we didn't throw in the towel, well, huh? They got 16 more games to play. It's a beautiful day for a football practice Boy, here in is. Frisco, Texas, too. And uh, so if you were outside right now watching the team, and I know you were just moments ago as they are preparing to work yeah, out. really not doing anything. Right. Then but what is it that you are looking for as you I look at that practice field? I would like to see how they are lining up on the offensive line. Hmm. Very interesting. And I think we discussed that yesterday yeah. because uh, Connor McGovern and, you know, they haven't made any moves probably until Friday on the roster and IR and all that, but uh, Mike McCarthy did rule out McGovern and Curse for this game. And I oh, would, really? And I would likely think Basham is out too. Uh, so somebody's got to play left guard, and whoever plays left guard, then somebody's got to be the backup center guard on game day. And I would like to see how they're handling that. Is there a specific player that you would be having your eyeballs on more than yes. another player out on that I would practice field? be watching how hard Jason Peters is so you would working. So you would have your eyes on number 71, Jason Peters. Yes, absolutely. As I've just had my eye on 71 for Cincinnati, by the way. Lyle Collins. In that first game. And I want you to look this up. I know we're, I, I, I'm digressing here. But I swear to God, Collins was getting away with lining up two yards off the line of scrimmage. <laughs> he got he called did, for that a few times last year, didn't he? He, d- he definitely, and I was looking at the end zone camera last, last night, and he, his split. Outside, trying to get that outside pass rusher, his split, he his his split is twice as much as what is on the uh, other side. And the his left tackle, his back foot was where the guy that was in the slot on the other side, off the line of scrimmage. That's how far back he was. Same as that guy. And I was like, how do they let him get along away with that? But anyway, did it help? Uh, no, they, they had seven sacks. Up maybe, seven sacks. Maybe, he, maybe he needs to come up closer, closer. to the line. Yeah, he can reach the guy, right? I, I just didn't know how he got away from it, away with it, and it was consistent too. But anyway, so 
back to the Cowboys. More on that later. Yes. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, I'd like to see, you know, and, and Mike kind of slow-played it, saying, you know, we got to see what his ramp-up is and what he's ready to do. Uh, but somebody's got to be ready to either play guard or be the backup center. Because well, the backup center can't start at guard and then backup center because you've got to have somebody then to play guard if something happens. So with me, it's not necessarily what I would look for today. But, you know, what's your attitude coming into this week after uh, Sunday's game? And so the one person I'm looking at, offensive line, is uh, Steele. And so if I'm, if I'm going to look at the film and I see my mistakes – you know, what is my attitude going to be mm-hmm. this week? Uh, I don't care who I'm going against, whether it's uh, – what's the guy's name? Hick, Hicks? Hicks. Hicks, you know, was, was kicking his butt, okay? So what's your attitude? And so was, so was uh, uh, Tryon, too, the linebacker who would line up on that side. That, to, to me, uh, this is your, your week to establish yourself as someone worth keeping – you know, I mean, we made moves this offseason to where we declared certain things. You know, we declared that Steele was the man. We declared that C.D. Lamb is the man, right? So, and that's another person. I want to see what their attitude is going to be this week going into the next game, considering the fact that I'm sure they did not grade out well at all. Uh, we talk about game plans and things of that nature. I'm looking at a coach as well. So if I'm Keller Moore, am I asking too much from Steele? You know, did I ask for too much from him last week? Uh, should I know my player better to ask something of him that he couldn't possibly? Can he hold his water? There you go. Three false starts. So, so you know, to me, this is, a, uh, this is, this is makeup day. Well, and that's <laughs> tie- makeup week. And guess what? That ties back to 71. Because they basically evaluated his play last year better than Lael Collins, mm-hmm. and they decided to let Lael okay, Collins Okay, was go. it was it their play on the field, or was it availability? Meaning, meaning what Jerry said at the outset of training camp. A lot of those oh, decisions oh, that I were think, made. I think if you talk to people over there on the other side of the building, they think Steele outplayed okay. Collins. All right. So it was both, actually. So it was both. Yeah. Because even if even if you even if you judge that that Collins outplayed Steele when he played and was healthy, the other thing you have to look at with Collins in in terms of keeping him on this team at that salary was how many games is he going to play mm-hmm. with the injury uh, in, injury issues that he's had the last couple of years mm-hmm. and so forth. Yeah, and his inability to show up for tests. Yeah, well, that was another thing. That cost so you're six saying, games. So you're yeah. saying Steele won by attrition. He, he just hung in there. <laughs> well, I think he. I think he played. I don't. If you go back and watch, Lil Collins but, did not play well. But I'm, I'm just saying that he that had a, a big to do with their decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lyle Collins' inavailability. Uh, but you have to expect, as a coach, I would assume, and like I said, you got to know your players. If I if I don't think he can hold up against Hicks, then I'm not going to be calling any plays that's going to be. Crucial, you know, on, yeah, but on he, his behalf. But his you got play. a pass block. I mean, 
you can't say, well, we're going to just pass left. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got to do a better job there, too. Well, the run, blocking, the run blocking was more than decent. Yeah. No. Because we had good running game yeah. going in the ball game. Absolutely. And that's, you know, that's one thing Zach Martin said at the early in training camp. If you go back and look at the coach's film from last year, he was – and I don't think he was just pumping up Terrence Steele by saying this publicly, but he was saying that Terrence Steele was a big factor in our ability when we were able to run the ball mm-hmm. last year mm-hmm. he was a big factor in that yeah absolutely well, we should we should we should consider uh playing to our strengths uh, and Zeke ran for over right? five yards of carry oh, in that yeah. game the other night oh, yeah he looked, no he looked good and and it wasn't just the blocking sometimes it was just Zeke just being extremely determined and and, and bullheaded Literally. Well, and, and then I just got asked the question, well, since Zeke ran well and they did run the ball, uh, do they rely on that against Cincinnati? And my answer is, well, if you think that, what do you think the defensive coordinator in Cincinnati's thinking mm-hmm. right now? Mm-hmm. He's going, no way in hell am I letting Zeke Elliott beat me. The quarterback's going to have to beat me. So and, that, gonna, and that's how Cooper Rush was, was successful the against run, the Vikings last right? year, don't you think? Yeah. Don't you think that's that was the, saying, the game plan for Minnesota? You're not running on me. Yeah. Um, you you go ahead and beat me throwing the ball. And and he did. He's and he done did. That. He's done that. So it'll be interesting to see how the Bengals different wide receivers last because year. Because everybody this year. asked, what do you think the Cowboys are going to do? I said, no. Tell me what Cincinnati's going to uh, do. Uh, what can do you, you counter it? What do you think Tampa Bay was doing with Dak at quarterback? Well, what were they doing? Here was one thing they were doing. They were making sure that they didn't get any clean looks in the passing game. They were dropping those linebackers. Do you see how far those yeah, linebackers man. were dropping? I, yeah. And that's what he had problems with. He had to get it over the linebacker, but before the safety or the cornerback. Here, here is a close missed interception. Here's exactly what their strategy was. I heard Todd Bowles on the radio on Monday talking about it on Sirius NFL Radio. He said their game plan was to take away the short passing game, from, the quick short passing game from the Cowboys. Because he knew that's what they wanted that's to right. do, right? They didn't trust their offensive line right. get the ball out quick right mm-hmm. and that's what ended up happening do you remember the game at buffalo when romo got intercepted like five times i think in the first half monday night game that they were dropping their linebackers and he was stubborn right now i'm going to get it over the, well he wasn't they he they were dropping so deep finally the second half it was like okay i understand what they're doing now and they came back and won it in the end right uh, but which is a big reason that Winfield got his interception early in the game in the first, against Prescott the other day yes, underneath. He right. got the interception. And he, he almost had another one. And Levante David almost had right. one early in that he game. He dropped one. Yeah. But that's what was happening. They were under and, – and I think uh, Dak said it. They were undercutting everything. Well, if you know that, then counter. Yeah, let's go or, deep. or you know, just let's go get deep. somebody but, to go. Let's and that, go and that, deep, and that's one of the reasons that they were taking away the short passing game is they knew that if they had to go deep, then then you're testing the, those tackles and that that young offensive line. What can they hold up or not? And and the key on that is can they get to the quarterback with rushing four? That's why I was a, a proponent of Cavante Turpin just running the nine route, see what happens, mm-hmm. and and hope hope you can hold up, keep. Two tight ends in and let them go. You know, there are many ways you can uh, go deep without just relying on a one-on-one guy running a nine. Yeah. You know, there, there are patterns that you can put together that I'm sure we have. I mean, Keller Moore's a smart guy, you know, and we should utilize those because we're looking at uh, that's our weakness anytime we get beaten. 
that's not the first time we've seen this. Right. Linebackers dropping deep. They do it all the time against mm-hmm. us, and we struggle against it every time against good teams. So don't be surprised when it happens. You can't keep coming out with the same most slot curl route, you know, on both sides, and hopefully the linebackers don't drift over and do it. You know, I mean, these guys are smart. I mean, it's not that – I don't know. Well, it, to, me, I, to me, it's like this. Who's going to be the smarter? Who's going to counter who, right? And do you have the players to do that? Can and, you trust your players to do that? And, and, and do you have the players to not commit the amount of penalties they did offensively that really put them behind the chains? And, and It's first and 15. you got to play? You know, what are you going to do? Okay, I run for five. Well, now it's second and 10 where I was supposed to be. So the fact that we keep having the same issues penalty-wise, that has to come from somewhere. And it's just, well, all of a sudden, I, I, I bet you go back and look at Steele last year. He didn't have that many false starts, but all of a sudden he's got false starts. Now, do you get false starts because you got the yips because the guy in front of you is whipping you and you're trying to get a head start? You know, maybe he needs to be like Lyle Collins, get two yards off the line of skirmish. <laughs> hey, if, you get your, if you get whipped the entire game, then you shouldn't be in the game. Well, and that's true also. No, <laughs> you absolutely. Gotta, you got you to you come play on and better. play better, man. Exactly. We need you. And I that's mean, what's got to happen out here yeah. uh, this week in practice. Well, the first false start was early in the game, so he wasn't getting whipped yet. Yeah, right. <laughs> so what does that say? And, it was, right? and it, was, it was just a twitch. It was like... And, and, and both two uh, of the three. Right. It wasn't like he took off. It, right. was, yeah, yeah, it, it was like this. It was like... And it wasn't really at the snap. It yeah. was like prior to the snap. So it was what is a, he trying to do then? Yeah. Is he trying to do it's the Tom Landry hitch thing that we it had is. going on? But he's doing it by himself. You remember that little hitch they used to do? No. Oh, sure. Yeah, but it was the entire offensive line. In fact, maybe they need to bring that back because at least when you're sitting there for a long period of time and then you have one little move like that and then all of a sudden – but if, I but if you're, what, there's movement – Is that what that was for? I, no, the reason for it, I think, was to – Disguise to the defense what was happening in the backfield. You know, because I, I never knew Landry that. was such an innovator. And I, I never guys knew what it was for. I just thought and, it looked good. Where, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I never knew what it was for. Where, because after you go through an entire game, after a while, it's kind of played out. You know, would you like, like to, Everson, just for our viewing audience, would you like to illustrate what we're talking about? Because there are a, a number of <laughs> number of people watching who have no idea what we're talking I can, about. I can, I can verbally explain it, was, it to them. It was this. It was it, <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah, they were just they were down. They had they had their hands on their knees when they came up. And they go and then rise up. They would go. They would stand all the way up yep. and get down into their stance. Mm-hmm. And so that was supposed to hide them from seeing the shift in the back. And we only shifted like from, <laughs> right. eye, from eye to to red. You know what I mean? We're from right. eye to split backs. Right. So it wasn't much going on. And after a while, they got a little monotonous. So <laughs> you know what I mean? There were no quick snaps. I saw back for nine. Yet. I saw for eight yeah. years. Yeah. So no wonder they ain't kid call for false starts. <laughs> well, nowadays they probably would. Mm-hmm. That's what you got to do it in unison. So everybody has to false start at the same time. Right. Right. And then it's hey, part when, of the. What if they brought that back? Yeah. 
Uh-huh. And then it's on the center. But but seriously, it might just that extra movement might take the take the twit take the twitch better, out of you. That sounds better than than <laughs> hiding what's in the backfield. So did they ever go to the line of scrimmage and put their hands on their knees and then hike the ball and don't uh, go that up really, and down? Yeah, and so <laughs> and I was always waiting on that, but yeah, we never did count. that. Yeah. We never did never that because mm-hmm. the quick count he wants you to be ready to go forward. So you can't really do that with your hands or your elbows. What did you want to keep your eye on? Oh, that was it. That was yeah, it. Yeah, seventy-one. Yeah, yeah. Jason Peters. We need and okay. And we we're talking totally out of turn. I think unless you've got some inside knowledge, is there a chance? Where would Peters play if I, he plays this week? If he starts they, this week, where where does he start? I left tackle he, or left guard? I would think left guard. I, don't you think going in at guard? It, it, a little bit easier than it's the responsibility. It's not about simplicity. Yeah. It's about maneuverability. And the d- left tackle yeah. played well. Mm-hmm. You know, he missed an assignment. And you'll want to keep moving the left tackle, the rookie, right. all over the place. No, you know, he it, missed an assignment. He's now the left tackle, so keep him at left tackle. There was, there miss? was, there, they double teamed. He double teamed with uh, Farniak inside and left the guy on the outside all by himself. Now I don't know if the tight end was supposed to do something there or mm-hmm. what, what, or they didn't have the right blocking scheme in, uh, and that guy came in and, and, and I, I can't remember if it was a sack or uh, it rushed him and they had to throw the ball away. Uh, but other than that. You know, he, he was pretty darn good. I saw him do a couple combo blocks where he, he went in and helped and got the guy out on the outside. Uh, now, they missed a couple blitzes. Uh, and, and they had a really neat blitz where they, uh, they, they backed off the defensive ends and they took the linebacker, and the one linebacker went in the gap uh, uh, between the center and the guard, and Pollard s- stood up and got him. Then the other linebacker came through to the right side of the other blitzer, and they couldn't get him. Like Martin was trying to get over there in Mm -hmm, time, mm -hmm. and because Pollard picked up the other blitzer, he ran into Pollard and then got right through the middle. You know how we figure out uh, whether he is at guard or tackle? It's the contract. What what contract? Yeah, right. Well, yeah. In his Uh, his mind, did he sign a tackle contract or a guard? I know because he's he's on a practice squad contract right now, so we don't know the details of of, what they might have agreed to once you made the fifty-three. Right. And so, but at the age of 40, do you really have any leverage in a uh, no. contract? Like, and what we're alluding to is back when he was with the Eagles uh, a couple of years ago, they signed him to a contract to play guard, and then they had an injury at tackle. And okay, well, we got to retalk this now. He's like, so, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they, and they did, I think. And I unless was. he was waiting for something, no one else was like right. you know, chomping at the bit to sign. Well, let's not put him somewhere where it's going to be a failure for. He and us, yeah. right? Let's just put him somewhere. We don't have to uh, bicker about this. Someplace. Well, it's well, obviously. better for you to be a guard. I know you're more comfortable at guard, and let's just end the conversation. And he right started here. 15 games at tackle last year for the Bears. So, and he's played tackle throughout his career. Now he has, but he had, he, has no, he probably ability. hadn't been working out at all at all mm-hmm. this off season. So to me, that's that's more of a guard body than a tackle body. Right now. <laughs> yeah, with, you know, <laughs> without actually observing right, him, that we're just assuming. That. But assuming. <laughs> <laughs> if he has the same work ethic that ever did Everson did at age forty, that he hasn't right. been working out at all. Now, let, let's be real, right? guys. When you get older, it's not always about strength. 
It's about footwork. Mm-hmm. Your old people, when they get old, they fall. They fall because their <laughs> right, feet, their, their footwork in there, okay? So this is just the same thing. It's just a microcosm in football. When, you, when you're getting older, your footwork slows down. That's why DBs retire when they retire. That's why offensive linemen go from tackle to guard as they get older. And that's why quarterbacks retire because they don't want anybody nipping at their that's feet. That's it. That's it. Okay, that got us started here on Mixed Shots. And Mickey's got a full legal pad of notes he wants to get to when we come back in just a moment. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, Totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> Great job, honey! Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. (laughs) And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem. Like me. Not available in every state based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star? and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. K-Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys from corporate homes to your home. Have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860. Kpostcompany.com. I refuse to say www. There you go. That's you right. just did. <laughs> WWW is something from like 10 years ago. I don't know. We've amended it. We have have 20. We have have figured out that. We've amended that, yeah. We're old people, and we already know. Um, All right, uh, Mickey, you just uh, ventured out of the SWBC podcast studio and looked out on the SWBC practice field. 
What do you see? Uh, they weren't even starting special teams practice yet. So you have no inf- new information for uh, us. Curse is doing uh, rehab stuff with Britt Brown. Uh, I assume that was him with the gray hoodie t-shirt, uh, sweatshirt on. And the offensive linemen were just kind of milling around back there. So 71's on the field. Uh Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So can't miss him. I'm sure. So that was the first thing I saw. All right. But they weren't <laughs> lined up in any. Maybe in the second break we'll see a little bit more. Okay. All right. Um, we have a request on Twitter uh, whether we can take calls today. Mickey, are you? Would you well, approve that? You have to ask Chris. That. No, we've already done that. Oh, we've we've yeah, got approval yeah. from the producer Supreme. Supreme. We That's have fine. not taken a call this season yet. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if the audience is prepared for uh, Mickey's response whenever the questions are asked. Well, that's but, okay. I'll okay. let you guys answer. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> if you don't so, like the questions. So the number is eight 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 five five two two nine seven. Last time I checked. Okay. 97. Leroy Glover wore number 97 for the Cowboys, and Leroy Glover is now an assistant coach in the XFL. I saw he is oh, really? on the St. Louis staff, I think. Well, he was with the Rams in, in kind of a front office. Well, he's for next spring. Well, maybe he is this, this fall. Maybe he's okay. still with the Rams, but uh, he he's on player. one of the XFL rosters that got announced. Uh, this morning or yesterday. He was player development, or maybe it was San Diego. Andre Girard is on uh, the Houston staff under Wade Phillips. Oh, yeah? And of course, there's a Dallas team coached by Bob Stoops. All right, so, so we, we are taking phone calls. Phone lines are open. All 180 phone lines are now open for business. And did we, we discuss yesterday uh, one of the reasons why um, they were going to not put Dak on in, on injured reserve. Uh, if we did, let's go ahead and do it again. And I think Mike McCarthy uh, reinforced what I said. Uh, there is hope that, you know, maybe he only misses four games. Mm-hmm. But if you're on IR, you're not allowed to practice. So if you're ready a little ahead of time, you can't get a week of practice in before you're eligible to play after you miss your four games. The other part is you're not allowed into team meetings, uh, position meetings, on the sideline for a game, or to travel with the team if you're on IR. So that was Wow, a, that's big. That was another consideration, especially since Dak talked about wanting to stay engaged. Has that rule changed any? I don't know if it changed. Because two years ago, even though he was on IR the rest of the season, he was able to be in team meetings. He sure he? was. I don't recall that. Anyway. But anyway, that that's that is the current. Here's IR the other thing about it, rule. especially I was thinking about this and um if it is four weeks, what, or even even if he misses the next four weeks, right. okay, yeah, um, which which is of course the minimum time that you would be on IR. I even think from a psychological standpoint for the team, it helps having it having your leader here, it you have know? your guy there, right, right, and and it even 
players don't know whether he's going to be out two weeks, six weeks, or whatever. They're in their own world, you know. And and so you have him, and there's still the hope. Okay, this is a temporary thing that where we don't have Dak, right? But, and he is engaged the entire time. And Dak's his whole persona is to be engaged and be a leader and so forth. And especially if the rules are like that, then a, you definitely want that. But uh, I think just from a psychological standpoint. Keep him because the last guy on the ro- keep a roster spot for yeah, him. Yeah, right. That we, guy's we've already be seen anyway. Yeah, and especially with the practice squad rules and everything, and other teams got injuries just like we've got injuries, and it's not like they're going to pick off somebody uh, on off your roster, your, your practice squad, or whatever. Which they didn't before yeah. anyway. Yeah. So so yeah, so I think that that's that had an, another you know kind of layer into why they made that decision. Um, and and you want Dak there next to Cooper, you mm-hmm. want him there, right? Um, and, and I'm sure Cooper Rush wants him there too. Yeah, buddy. So yeah, it's not like in the old days when they were stashing guys in, in Everson's days. It's like okay, <laughs> like I was stashing. <laughs> they were they were hiding guys that they wanted to keep and came up with some. Cockamania. I know you got some stories on that too, I'm sure. Yeah. Mickey, not that I'm tired of hearing you talk, but I think I'd like to take a phone call. And I think we have Steve and Tyler coming up. Steve and Tyler. There's a call. Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> Did you hear Coach Joe there? Yes. <laughs> talk show, talk, there's a call. Hey, Steve and Tyler, you are first up this season on Mix Shots. Wow, that's great. What an honor. You guys, uh, I'm old school, so I really enjoy your show. It's the best one, and I listen to them all, okay? So the reason why I call... You're our target audience, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, the reason why I call is I just, man, help me and a lot of other fans uh, wrap our mind around all this emotion that's going on right now, fan base. Media is going crazy. I just want to. I just want to hear you guys go. It's going to be okay. And even <laughs> if I don't hear you say that, I want to know what you guys think about this whole situation. We've been through the Quincy Carters. We've been through all those terrible seasons. And uh, I'm frankly, I'm not ready for another one. So, give me your take on how a good fan like me has been around since Dandy Don. Okay, is going to handle this. All right. Appreciate it, Steve. And, you know, there's a reason I'm wearing this cap today. You didn't even notice what cap I I'm noticed. wearing today. I noticed. It's a Super Bowl cap. <laughs> Super Bowl. All right. It's, a, it's Super Bowl 53. Game's on CBS this week, by the way, Mickey, with Tony Romo and Jim Nance on the call. And so that's one of the reasons. But then I'm, there's an uh, extra reason. Advertising that CBS. Okay. <laughs> there's another reason here. And, you know, I have been known as Super Bowl Bill in the past. Picking the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl. I don't think that I made that pick this year. But we're starting a new work week here, and it's make sure we've got our eye on the prize here. I've got my Super Bowl cap on. So how's that for some positivity? Well, That's right, baby. And, Stephen, <laughs> they are out there practicing. You know, they haven't thrown in the towel like everybody, many people have, right? Uh, I mean, it's always overreaction to the first game. I first think. game, Spags. You right? said it right there. First, it's the first, first game. game. Everybody relax. It's like, 
I was trying to remember the team that got off to a slow start last year and then kicked it in gear the second half. Indianapolis the, the Super Bowl team, well, Cincinnati Bengals. Well, and, and, and Indianapolis yeah. was zero and three to start the season, and then they were playing for a spot in the right. tournament at the on the last day of the season. So, and then Carson Wentz happened. Yeah, <laughs> and he went to Washington, hey. and, and, he, and he won. By the way, he won his game handily. By the way, that, this year, yeah, didn't right. win that mm-hmm. game. So, so anyway. Uh, yeah, just let it kind of play out, you know. What, what? By the way, how did those Super Bowl teams do last week? The team, the the ones that were in the Super Bowl six months ago, how did they do this they in the week beat. one? How many times were they sacked? Oh, oh. their total of fourteen sacks. The Rams the got Rams sacked seven, seven. times, and the Bengals and the Rams sacked score, seven what thirty one ten. Thirty one ten, they got beat at and, home as well. Yep, yeah, I guess yeah. the team that everyone was picking for the Super loves, Bowl, but, yeah. 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 All right, Gary in New Mexico. We go rapid well, fire with this. phone calls here. They have been waiting with bated they breath. To, Gary in New go, Mexico, go get, your next Go get up. Spagnola. Everybody get Spagnola. They want to talk to you. <clears throat> hey, guys, 50-year-old lifelong Cowboy fan, Everson, you were one of my favorite players when I was a kid. My man, appreciate you, baby. When he was a kid. Uh, but here we go. <laughs> the season is young. It's not over. But they have got to learn how to consistently run the football. Even if it's not successful, with a guy like Zeke, you've got to play. They've got talent on this team, but you've got to play to the strengths of the team. And you've got to feed him and wear that defense down. You can't run him two or three times and then run reverse and then do all this crazy stuff that Moore tries to do. And I really don't think that Kellen Moore understands NFL football. And if they're going to be successful, they have got to really commit themselves to the run. Appreciate it, Gary. Thank you very much. You know, I was thinking about this also driving in today. If um, if Cooper, uh, how about the game Tom Brady played on Sunday night? Okay, how, did he do very many spectacular things on Sunday night? The Eight. pass to Julio Jones. That was a nice. That was one. it. That was it. You know, was you, nice you know what his quarterback rating was? What was it? Eighty-seven point three. And he got picked off underneath he sure did. as well. Didn't Great he? play by Wilson. Yeah, Donovan yeah. Wilson. Okay, if Cooper Rush was quarterbacking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday night. Could the Buccaneers have won that game? Yes. Yes. <laughs> all, all you had to do – because that, that was the essence of complimentary football right there, the way the Buccaneers played that game, wouldn't you say? Came yeah. out with the running and the, game And the first. quarterback was smart enough to know that – he didn't have to do that much. He's the greatest quarterback in the history of the game. He's the greatest player in the history of the game. He's 45 years old now. And he knew that he did not have to make all these great plays because of the way the game was flowing. Well, not just that. I mean, he came to camp late. So well, with him that, coming to right. camp late, I mean, they, they were like, okay, we're going to give our wide receivers a break as well because we're not going to complicate things when it comes to the, run, the, 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 the patterns. And, and by the way, Think back on Troy's career. How many times in Troy Aikman's career did he not have to do that much to win a regular season football game? You got Emmitt Smith. You know? And in the playoffs, he didn't turn the ball over. That was That's what basically got him in the Hall of Fame is his ability to not turn the football over and win playoff games. It's, it's so important to take care of the football and uh, and – it's so much easier to play this game when you aren't playing from behind also. And, and when you look at the fact that Brady knows the protection, okay, he knows where it's coming from. He protects himself uh, very well. I don't know 
how he's able to do it, and a lot of other quarterbacks cannot do it. And if you do call for it, your players have to perform. If I'm Dak and I'm back there saying, okay, check this guy over here, and then you go over there and you're Pollard and you don't, you don't check the guy, you don't block him, then I can be as smart as I want to. You didn't perform, so therefore I'm on my ass. Mm-hmm. That's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to depend on your players. And here's what I think with Kellen Moore. You, ha- you have to know your players. You have to know what your players can do. You want to uh, don't put them in a position to where they have to make these type of decisions on a crucial play that you think might be the the the, the best part of our game or the turn the turning point in the ball game. And, and I, I think you need to know what your players can do out on the field. And I, you 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 have this great game plan, yes, but do your players are your players good enough for? that game plan. It's all very smart, but if the players don't get it, then it ain't smart. You understand? Mm -hmm. So to me, I think he needs to know his players better and know what your limitations are and run those plays accordingly. You have to know your limitations. So you also have to not commit penalties and get so far behind the chains, you can't run the ball consistently. And that happened to him. If you look at Tampa Bay, uh, I think they had five penalties, uh, and I'm looking here real quick. It looked like they had two false starts. Um, they had five penalties for 25 yards in a game, and the, and they one of their penalties was the uh, oh it was a false start on a punt also, <laughs> but they didn't put their offense in in bad situations with 10-yard penalties, 5-yard penalties. Uh, and, and that makes a difference on how you call plays. you got to, you know, it's first and 15, okay? You better run the ball three times. You better get five yards each time, right? You can't have four because then you're punting probably, depending on where you're at. All right, Wayne, Charlotte, North Carolina, you are next up on Mixed Shots. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Hey, um, fine, buddy. Appreciate you taking my call, Everson, Mickey, um, Steve. Um, Bill. I, I, yeah, Bill, I'm sorry. And Steve. And Steve. Yeah, that's cool. See you all the time, I promise. Uh, I can tell. I'm Stephen Jones. <laughs> I, um, I, you were talking about complimentary coaching. You, it, it seems like Zeke didn't play a lot in the second half. You know, the game was always closed, and you know our offensive line is is, is shaky. And who's your best back as, as far as picking up blitzes and blocking? I didn't. I don't know was Zeke hurt. He, I don't understand why he didn't play. Like you said earlier, he averaged five yards a carry. The game was always in. You know, always. You know, had a chance. So I, I just some of the coaching. And, it, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. but if I can see it, never played down to football in my life, you know, we're hitting five yards to pop, why is a so-called bell cow not in the game, especially late when they start passing the ball? And, and one more thing, I, I think the receiver that they're going to miss, I know we miss Cooper, but I think Wilson would really help us out right now. But you can comment on that. Thanks. Oh, uh, absolutely. All right, Wayne, thank you. Especially if he was healthy. You know, I think James Washington would help him out. I if, do too. If That's he the was, speed. If he's healthy. That's the deep You threat. didn't plan on that happening. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Zeke had six carries in the first half and four in the second. He had so, uh, on the first possession the Cowboys had in the third quarter. He had runs of six, seven, and five yards, and uh, that uh, possession ended in a sack. And after that, Tampa Bay, uh, Fournette went for 11, 9, 17, and that's the touchdown drive that made it a 19-3 game with 3.23 left in the third quarter. All right, we've got to take a break. And, Mickey, you're about to say something. Don't forget what you're about to say (laughs) when we come back here on Mix Shots. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. (laughs) And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem like me. Not available in every state based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey. Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Back, back, to mixed shots. Are you a Cowboys fan who spices up the game? Nominate yourself or a friend to be the Cowboys Fan of the Year presented by Captain Morgan and win a Super Bowl trip to Super Bowl 57 in Arizona. Nominate yourself or a friend at DallasCowboys.com slash fan of the year. You know who our fan of the day is? Who's that? It would be Kevin Shepler of North Canton, Ohio. Because he is the one who had the great idea to open the phone lines today. (laughs) And Kevin now joins us live. This will be the last phone call we have time for today. But uh, you're the the cleanup hitter. You're the fourth man up, and so you are the cleanup hitter. Kevin, how are you? Great, guys. How are you guys doing today? We're good. We're good. And just a couple questions. Um, One... Do you see them um, having Tolbert um, active active to, um, this week since the chemistry between him and um, Cooper would be since they played, especially at wide receiver? Um, Ferguson, the tight ends, they had um, a lot of preseason time. Not much, but some, um, which definitely should improve our passing, at least their chemistry between the quarterback and our receivers this week. 
And two, this one's good for you, Mick. How true is all this garbage out there is talking about uh, Mike McCarthy and the knowledge of him knowing the offense as to why he's not taking over play calling? Um, great. Um, I'll, I'll hang up and listen to your response. Guys, have a great day. Thanks for always taking my call. You all too. right. Thank you. You, too. you know what? That last one was one that I haven't heard. I haven't and either. We've heard a lot of reasons why, but I haven't heard uh, that one. Um, I think Tolbert should be playing. And I don't care if he can't play special teams. They need another guy out there that knows how to run routes from different spots. Mm-hmm. And I think they got into a situation where um, you know, they, they tried to move CD around, but they seemed to have found him and didn't really worry about the other guys. The other thing that I thought was surprising was that Ferguson only played 11 snaps. I thought they were going to go a lot of two tight end, and, and, and they didn't do it. And Hendershot played two snaps. Uh, so they kind of got away from, I think, what and was— And one of those, at least one of those uh, two snaps for Hendershot were in the first 15 plays. So yeah. That was scripted. That... So I, they kind of got away from what we saw in those practices against those other teams. Uh, the and Chargers and, and Broncos to what what was successful during the game itself. You yeah. know, to Kellen, he you know everyone's yeah he's good at he's a damn good uh, offense coordinator. But everyone has their tells, and I think his is he'll give up on their running game real fast. <laughs> you know, he just really is in there. Certain offensive coordinators, it's what what's in your DNA. Yeah, you that's know? in his DNA. He'll give up on their run but, real but, quick. But having said that, Mike McCarthy's in charge. He could tell them. Hey, let's do this. Right. I mean, so to me, that plan was the plan, right? Um, but it's first game of the year, and yeah. you know, you got to let your coaches coach, and then you got to. And know. then the the other part of the last, not this guy, the caller before talking about Zeke. Yeah, I'm all for it, but you know what? All we heard all off season was got to use Pollard more. Got to use Pollard more. Okay. <laughs> now they- Zeke's got 40 snaps in the game, right? Pollard had 38. And he basically, they used him as a They used him a lot more than what they have in the past. Right. They used him as a nickel guy. So they heard you. Right? Yeah. They heard you. And And how did you like it? Yeah. And let's let's, let's be, you know, clear. Uh, Pollard is another guy that I want to see something different this week, how he prepares. You know, if you know you were you were bad at something, you know, and it affected the team's uh, performance, you as a person, as a player, and he seems like that kind of guy, he should be doing all he can right now to make sure he can pick up blitzes better. Yeah, and be know? prepared for and it be prepared and reckon, for. more so recognize yes. what's getting ready to happen. If, right? if you were shocked and surprised as a player, then you can't be shocked and surprised two weeks in a row. You need to understand, okay, the season has started. Yeah, it's the first game. I don't like that excuse, but okay, it's the first game. Let's he is a fourth-year player. Again. <laughs> and you know what? what? And that's, so he should know this. And that's a, that's a way to neutralize what his ability would be on the nickel offense, that you want to throw him the ball, pitch it out, whatever. But if they start blitzing, well, now i got to pick this up, right? I, right? I can't be going out that's in the right. pass patterns. Zeke needs to play more. Jalen Tolbert needs to play more. Sam Williams needs to play more. Mm-hmm. Now maybe Sam they, got what six snaps? Uh, I was just going to look that real quick. Um, 
Yeah, six snaps, ten percent. I'm surprised at that. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought he would get at least if Basham's not playing, you know, he, he's yeah, going to have to play more and follow. How many Basham have? Um, eighteen. All right, so there's there's Sam snaps this week, right? <laughs> and and Fowler probably needs to play. And he, they're going to be running Fowler that ball. Had, Cincinnati Fowler had, run that ball as well. Had ten snaps. So and then the other thing is they ended up. Playing, and I would like to know what the breakdown was since Micah Parsons played every snap in the game, <laughs> all 62. Oh, he's going to do that all year. And that's fine. Yeah. But I don't want a half of them to be at defensive end. I want them sprinkle that in because when he's at defensive end and he was lining up on the left side and they're running over the Cowboys on the right side. Right of the Cowboys' defense, left he, side of the offense, he yep. he can't get there and do what he could do if he was the linebacker. Well, I mean, this like this: if you know that they're going to make that adjustment when you, he's on this side, then you show up this side, right? You know, I mean, some of these things, man, you can count on pretty well. I mean, you just can, by calling, put you yourself can isolate, in a better position. You could, you could take him out of the game when he's at defensive end more so than linebacker. All right, y'all can keep talking, but you know what? We're out of time. You're going to leave. way out of time. So you're, you're just going to be you two talking. No, we're, good. we're but, good. We're and good. If y'all are still here tomorrow, then we'll rejoin at noon tomorrow. Just know Mormon. we're playing these guys more than That's they did the first right. game. There That's you go. Right. All right, all that good. does it for Mixed Shots. We'll see you again at noon tomorrow. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?